Hey everybody, Falcorn Rescue Friends podcast slash recording for YouTube, maybe, see how it goes. Um, just thought I'd come on and talk about the sanctuary and what it's like to figure out you're going to start one and to try to keep it going. Um, as you all know, it started because of Saint. Uh, Saint had many, many homes, uh, highly reactive to people and becomes reactive to other dogs, tries to start fights, tries to do all kinds of weird shit. Uh, we got him and one day realized that he's never going to go anywhere. He's not adoptable. He's just too dangerous of a dog, which left me with no choice but to start a not-for-profit organization and consider being a sanctuary for dogs you know, like him. Um, he taught me a lot about how many other dogs are out there that are like him that end up getting the shit end of the stick, really. Uh, he got lucky. He got lucky that he found me and that I was willing to put in the amount of effort and time and money that it takes to figure out, you know, a dog that's like him. Um, benefited a lot of other people, I guess, because we've been able to help a lot of other people. We've been able to save some dogs, uh from getting euthanized. Um, you know, one of the problems is there's not much money in a sanctuary because you're always, you're always advertising the same dogs. Um, they're not moving. They're not going anywhere. They're here to stay. So you only get to see the dogs that we have, um, no cool puppies to adopt, no cool, you know, I love humans. I love dogs, you know, dog park dogs, none of that. It's never going to happen. So it's, it's a little tough sometimes. It makes you wonder if you're going to make it. But after helping so many people, uh, we figured it was probably a good idea to join a mentorship program that could help us understand what we think we know, along with learn a hell of a lot more. Um, that's through uh, Pet Harmony with Allie Bender and Emily Strong. Emily Strong, I believe, is just a genius and knows more than anyone in the world about dogs. So anything she says, I'm going to trust it because she's amazing. And so is Allie. I haven't had the pleasure of working with Allie as much as I would like to yet, but hopefully down the road um, I get to learn from her and see more of what she knows and how she works with dogs uh, because it's not, you know, it's not like basic obedience type stuff. It's all behavior. It's what it's for, behavior consultant. But that allows us to have a little more confidence in what we think we know and get out there to help keep dogs in their homes so that they don't have to come to you know somebody like me and be in a sanctuary for the rest of their lives. Um, it is tough. It's tough to find somebody that will do that. It's tough to find sanctuaries that you can trust. And not only that, but you know, here at Falcorn Rescue Friends, it's about the quality of life. Um, I can't take on a dog if it's going to spend its time in a kennel for, you know, 23 hours a day, 22 hours a day. It's just not fair to the dog, and it's just not a good quality of life. So if they're coming here and we can take them in, you bet we're going to work with them and we're going to give them a good quality of life. You know, that's that's the main goal. Keep them happy. Keep a good quality of life. Um, that's where the mentorship program helps us, though, is that you know, we're with gain that confidence. You know, we can go and show people some you know tips and tricks and 
make them aware of you know some body language that's going on that we see that they didn't that they didn't see you know sometimes you know there was three four things maybe five things that happened before the dog even growled that they just didn't catch and you know not not expecting them to it's it's if you don't read about it and research it and learn it's you're never gonna know about it so you know that it came out of nowhere type thing it came from somewhere and there were some warning signs um but that's the goal part of the mission is to be able to help others and you know like i said keep them in their homes um the hard part is the post you know when we're trying to post about the same dogs over and over again it's it gets hard you know it gets hard to say hey we need some more funds for this dog or we need some more funds for that dog because you know for two years three years you've been donating funds for that same damn dog but you get to see him you get to see him succeed you get to see him have fun and you get to see the struggles you know we don't we don't really hold back you know things here it's it's always changing and that's the one thing that i've learned you know especially with saint is that he changes monthly or every two months or you know when you think you got it figured out he does something that you were not expecting and it reminds you of how dangerous he is um fortunately we've been good for about six months now i'd say six months five months he hasn't done anything to change that's been too crazy or that we can't manage you know or get around and deal with but um yeah and then Hanson Hanson he's just never gonna go anywhere um for any of you that don't know Hanson was poorly trained how to be a bite dog working dog if you know if you want to call it that uh probably in somebody's backyard um one of the deals was the only way that we would foster him was if we trained it with a few professionals, which we did. And if you saw my post recently, you know, I was just explaining how his basic obedience sucks, but his control work is 100% on. He is very good at knowing when he can and can't play with his bite. Um, he's got special toys to play with that bite, and he has an amazing time doing it. It's he's not a working dog he's not trained for protection um but his his you know special little secret is there and we know about it and we you know keep up with it so that one he can enjoy it two he can release that kind of energy and three we have some kind of control over it um if we don't work with it which we have found before we were fostering him it comes out and it doesn't come out in a good way. So we got to have that outlet for him. Uh, just like Saint, you know, if he doesn't get his energy out, it comes out in a bad way. So that's where longboarding uh, has really helped. Um, the dumb little tricks, you know, or I don't know if you'd call those tricks, but, you know, the, the walking through my legs or, you know, going in between my legs and then spinning around or just, you know, walking in a heel position and then, you know, just doing all that stuff. That's just for his mental stimulation. That's really not anything I needed him to do, not anything I cared for him to do, but he has fun learning it. Um, even the the skateboard uh, slash nailboard thing, he just likes to learn shit. That's something for him to you know do. I could actually have somebody, well, I shouldn't say that. 
it would be hard to have somebody cut his nails. I don't cut nails. It's I don't I don't I'm too like I'm not good with that. Let's just put it that way. But the skateboard nail board, you know, it just made it easier for me not to have to have someone come over or me have to take him in somewhere to have his nails cut. But he likes to learn how to do things. So that was just one more thing for his, you know, little brain to learn. Um, and then we got Zeke. Zeke's, you know, under the sanctuary. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Zeke. He's been adopted twice and returned um, to no fault of his own. He is a high-energy dog. But other than that, he gets along with humans. And he is shy with dogs at first, but once he warms up, he's great. And it's to the point now where he's been here for, I don't know, two years, a little over two years, that, um, I, you know, would it be right to send him off to another home? I mean, it's not like he gets any applications in any way, but either way, he spends all his time with Corinne, uh, my female pity, and they get along great. She doesn't want to kill him. So do we disturb that? Do we disturb his life? Do we disturb her life? I... I don't know. So that's why he's going to stay under Falcorn Rescue Friends. And that's why we'll continue to take care of him. Did I want him? No, I did not want him. Do I love him? I love him. But it just happened. So we'll deal with it. Um, the plan for Falcorn Rescue Friends one day, hopefully in the next year to two years, is to have a farm to where we can actually have a sanctuary for more than just dogs. You know, maybe some horses, cows pigs goats um, that's kind of where we want to go that's kind of where we want this organization to go so only time will tell and I think only funds will tell too we uh, can't get enough funds to keep up with the dogs I don't know how we're gonna keep up with horses and goats and stuff but we'll figure it out it'll happen um, but anyway don't start a sanctuary that's all I gotta say um, and then Thanks for following, thanks for donating, and I hope you guys don't get too sick of me posting about the same damn dogs over and over again, because it's all I got. Sorry about no puppies, sorry about no adoptable dogs. This is all we can do. So, thanks for listening, and there will be, um, the Falcorn Rescue Friends YouTube channel will have this on there, and I'll post the links for the podcast, but uh, the Instagram... In the bio is the link to donate for the dogs and the Venmo, the Venmo, yeah, it's the Venmo and the PayPal are up in the bio. So if you guys feel like donating, thank you. If not, keep following, keep watching, keep commenting and liking. We enjoy all that stuff just as much, but take it easy guys. Have a good night.